Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Is it normal to feel really horny? Is it normal for your ankles to swell up? Is it normal to be incredibly out of breath? Is it normal that my nipples hurt so much? Is it normal to be obsessed with bechamel sauce? Hello and welcome to Is It Normal, the pregnancy podcast with me, Jessie Ware. We're now at 22 to 24 weeks. Congratulations. This podcast follows my pregnancy journey and with the help of some absolutely fantastic experts, is also here to reassure and inform you about all aspects of pregnancy and in the future giving birth. I'm here with obstetrician and gynaecologist Jess McMicking, who you will all know by now, um, to talk about some of the symptoms that you may be experiencing at this stage in the pregnancy. Thank you, Jess, for joining me. Thank you for having me. So, Jess, I'm nearly at 23 weeks and not much is changing. Just feeling the baby kicking, which is really nice um, and satisfying, even though I can't kind of, yeah, get that regular... um, I'm not kind of monitoring it too much. It's definitely usually when I'm in bed, like a little good morning or a good night. And weirdly, my husband has said that I've become quite clumsy. I mean, I'm a bit of a bull in the china shop at the best of times, but I've definitely started to be a bit clumsy, like really flummoxed and kind of dropping things and kind of, um, and lots of forgetting things, the baby brain. This is what I feel like I'm experiencing at the moment. Is that quite normal uh, at this stage in pregnancy or throughout the pregnancy period? So being clumsy can be you know, a, a very natural and normal thing to have in pregnancy. Um, from a physical point of view, we know that the body and its sort of muscles and ligaments undergo a lot of changes in pregnancy. So what we find is our ligaments become a little bit more stretchy. You know, there's pressure on our lower mm-hmm. abdomen, and what that can also do is throw the balance off of the of the ba- of the body. So what we find is our center of gravity does shift, and that means that you know, yes, it uh-huh. is quite easy to unfortunately have a little stumble or you know be sitting on a chair and then actually you know I guess lose your balance somewhat um so yes that that is normal and it it is just a part of the body what it's important though is to remember that um because what we don't want to do is put yourself into a, a dangerous position where you can easily fall off your center of gravity and fall over so I'm hope what you're not doing is undergoing any tightrope walking um, or anything like that in the playground. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> They're just taking it easy. But yes, I mean, you know, you can climb stairs, you can sit on chairs quite safely. But just keep that in mind because yes, clumsiness can be something that occurs in pregnancy. 
Baby brain. So baby brain. I mean, it, it is really easy for us to always uh, talk about baby brain and potentially use it as an excuse, you know, all the way throughout. But it is a phenomenon, I think. And that's that's the reality of it. Um, what we know is, you know, your, your body's undergoing lots of changes. I know I always talk about the body and the changes, but it, it can cause a lot of things or, or a lot of symptoms. Um, so we know in itself, there's something growing on the inside. You know, it, our body has had to adjust by increasing its blood flow. We're feeding a baby. Um, what we may then find that that actually interferes with our normal cognition. And so, you know, we need more energy. Our bodies are focused on other things. So it may be that times, you know, potentially that that, that might explain why it is that we're a little bit more forgetful. We've also got on top of that um, the hormonal changes that probably can potentially interfere with one's memory. Um, And it's also just a distracting time. So I I think, you know, you're not alone, number one. And number two, you know, don't discount it. It, It's frustrating when you go, oh my God, you know, I can't remember what I was meant to buy at the shops. Um, But, you know, just take a step back, um, relax, you know, find ways that you can, I guess, adjust your life um, so that you don't have to um, put yourself in a stress position if you do undergo the baby brain. So, you know, it might be making a shopping list perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we talked about this. Uh, this is more a tip from me to all those pregnant people out there. And you're probably going to go, and it's talking about bloody frequent urination, and which we've talked about previously. And you were really helpful in explaining that it was like you just can't really empty your bladder fully so I thought about what you said Jess and now I do five wheeze before I go to bed and I can sometimes make it through the night without having to do the wee the dreaded wee in the night so thank you for that tip oh I'm glad I was helpful <laughs> I mean you know it's touch and go by about five thirty in the morning but if I don't have to be up at one in the morning doing a wee I've just realized but it's so interesting once you talked about it because and you can mention it again now, but the fact that, you know, we all wee quite a lot when we're pregnant and there's all the pressure. Um, and the fact that you, as soon as you told me that you can't fully empty your bladder and that's, um, so basically what I did is I I did like five wees before going to, and you can always do a little extra tinkle. That's what's so mind blowing. You've gone for a wee five minutes before, you go back and you still have some in the tank. So you were totally right, Jess. Weeing on demand. No. <laughs> Not everyone can do it's that, crazy. though. crazy. But I, I think, yeah, it, it's important. So what we know is obviously with that uterus and the bladder sitting in front, you get that little bit of wee that's just left behind in your bladder and it's teaching yourself how can you empty it properly and you've identified how it is and it, it's just retraining your bladder um, to learn to empty it completely so that you can have a good night's sleep. So on to some other people's symptoms. We've had a question in, and this is Kate, who's 22 weeks pregnant. Hi, Jessie. At my 20-week scan, I was told that I have an anterior placenta, which I believe um, means it's at the front, um, and it is also low-lying. Now, I'm really keen to have a natural birth, and I know that I've got to go in for an additional scan at 32 weeks to see it if, if it has moved, but I just would love some advice, really. Is there anything that you can do um, to kind of encourage the movement of this um, kind of to move up and is there any kind of greater complications that this poses I have read some scary things on google and rather silly so any advice um, would be great I'm feeling less movement at the moment than um, kind of people 
say they do and at 22 weeks pregnant I believe this is because I've got the um, kind of frontal placenta so that's a little bit daunting in itself um so I'm looking forward to I think maybe feeling some more movement in the next few weeks but it's just a little bit of an unknown territory especially having my first and also um not knowing much about the placenta and Google sending me down a rat rat roaring um so any advice would be really appreciated but thank you so much bye Okay, it's tough, isn't it? Because it's a first pregnancy. So there's that all that unknowing, I think. But yeah, over over to you, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. So Kate, you've brought up uh, a thing that does happen uh, in pregnancies is what we call a low-lying placenta. And in your case, your placenta is anterior and low-lying. And what that means is the placenta, so it's positioned on the front wall, which is the anterior wall, and it extends or the placental bed sort of tracks all the way down to your cervical os or the opening of your womb, the neck of the womb. Low-lying placentas means it doesn't cover that opening, it just rests beside it and sometimes it can sort of reach it. What that means in pregnancy um, is, yes, as you said, it, it does raise, I guess, a few little risk factors. It's not something, though, to be really upset about. And obviously, you know, sometimes Google can do that, um, but it's just something to be aware of. What we know in pregnancy, and we spoke a little bit about it with Kate, our sonographer, um, on the previous episode, is what happens in pregnancy is obviously your uterus expands. And what happens with that placenta is it tends to move up the wall of the uterus as it grows. Um, And so what happens is um, with an anterior one, especially, is as your tummy gets bigger and bigger, the placenta will sort of migrate away from that opening of the neck of the womb. It's really common that it will move, especially if it's, you know, you haven't previously um, had a cesarean section because I mean, there's, there's no scar on the womb to get stuck to. It's also on the anterior side of the uterus, which means that's where all the massive growth occurs. And it, the fact that it's only low lying means it only has to move just a little bit more out of the way in order to make that vaginal birth possible, for, which is what you're wanting. What can happen is sometimes women get a little bit of bleeding if they have a low-lying placenta, and that's because it's just situated on that edge. And as it moves or as the tummy expands, um, you can get a little bit of bleeding. Of course, if you've got bleeding, it's really important that you seek a review at your local assessment unit with your midwife or obstetrician so they can do the safety checks and ensure you that all is okay with both you and your baby. It is safe to have intercourse if it's a low-lying placenta, But if it was what we call a previa, where it covers the opening of the womb or the cervical os, then yes, that's where we advise you that you aren't able to engage in intercourse because that does increase the risk of bleeding. Moving on to um, the next part of the question that you asked was about baby's movements. So baby's movements in the setting of an anterior placenta can be really different. And that's because you've got that sort of blockage or you've basically got like a mattress. The placenta, we'll describe it as a mattress here. It sits at the front of the uterus and it's going to buffer any of those little flutters or kicks that your baby may produce at this time. So yes, it may be that actually you don't feel much movement at all. And that can be super hard, you know, especially if that's what, you know, keeping you going along and it can be really tough. There can be ways to reassure you. And it may be that, you know, if 
by 24 weeks, you're not feeling those movements, that's when you do need to speak to your midwife or obstetrician and let them know, because it may be that they want to organise or range an ultrasound in order to show you that your baby's moving. And I guess in, in midwife appointments, they can always, well, they can try and find the heartbeat, can't they? So that could be something that could also be a reassuring thing. Definitely. Yeah. So yes, you are correct, Jessie. We can always listen to the baby's heartbeat now as well, um, or, or perform even a simple little bedside ultrasound just to show that your baby's moving. Thanks, Jess. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So we've actually got another voice note that's relating to baby's movement and this is from Catherine who's 23 weeks pregnant. Hi, uh, I am 23 weeks pregnant with my first child and generally a, a feeling fine other than the obvious lockdown challenges. My main symptom is actually just back and sciatica pain. My baby's really low down and causing me a bit of grief. But other than that, feeling so much better than I was, thankfully. My question is around the baby's movements. So it says everywhere that you need to be alert the same day to if the baby is not moving as they normally are and go and call your midwife straight away. But then it also says that you shouldn't track your baby's movement. You should just get used to it. And I'm struggling how to balance those two things because they kind of feel a bit contradictory to me. And obviously, you know, sometimes if you're busy, you don't notice. So I've, I don't know at what point to worry, basically. So Catherine there, worrying about monitoring baby's movement, which, you know, we've talked about by 24 weeks, it trying, us trying to kind of feel like we are starting to understand a bit of a pattern or, or at least be able to be in touch with the fact that you can feel them moving. So how... Uh, is this quite normal with what Catherine's saying? Oh, definitely. I think especially at the moment, um, 
you know, when your baby starts to move, you just want to make sure things are okay. And it can drive you up the wall. It really can. Um, and it, it can make you sort of second guess and not know what to do. And then that's when you start Googling or, you know, calling your midwife. Mm. Um, it, it's interesting. So in this sort of 20 to 24 week, or even from 18 to 24 week, as I've mentioned previously, that's when um, women may start to feel their babies move and every baby will be different in its movement in this time. Um, the movements can be, you know, little, they can be flutters or in some women, they might feel actually really pronounced movements. There's no actual tick bock approach during this time, which makes it particularly hard. What we also know is that your baby is developing its own pattern. So actually what you felt yesterday in this time is not going to be the same as today or tomorrow. You know, it's by that third trimester when your baby's a lot bigger, it's got itself in that sort of tend to be a snug position that actually it will start to develop its really characteristic type movement um, then. What we do ask is that you don't count the movement. So that, that's definitely something that's a, a recommendation. And also what we say is you don't monitor your baby's heartbeat at home by any you know, home devices as well. It's particularly important you leave those to a medical professional. In saying that, I, it's hard to know what, what's the best advice to do because, you know, to give you the reassurance things okay, are okay, it's really difficult. But um, I think, you know, if you find you're having a busy day and you haven't quite felt your baby move, that maybe that's an opportunity for you to just chill out on the couch for a little bit of time. You know, lie there, mm. read a book and, you know, try and feel your baby a little bit of a flutter or whatnot. Obviously, if you're concerned, you know, this is where you can seek help with your health professional. You know, don't feel silly in contacting your midwife or your assessment unit or your obstetrician to let them know and to see if they have any advice for you and whether or not they want to assess you. You know, you're not alone and you don't have to be alone in times like this. Um, but as I said, movement, movements are really difficult at this time because there is no correct, I guess, um, characteristic type movement. And I, I mean, I don't know if this is a valid thing to add, but I always kind of found that you felt the baby moving less when you were moving because potentially that movement kind of keeps, lulls them to sleep almost, as you will find when that baby comes and you decide that you're going to like jiggle them and cut, yeah, and rock them to sleep, or maybe you won't. But yeah, is that, that, that kind of taking a moment, like you said, if you've had a busy day and just like lying on the couch, like sitting, because uh, I always find that my babies are always, it's at nighttime when just before you're going to sleep and then they decide to have like a party in your tummy. This is a bit later down the line. But is that is that true that the kind of movement can get them to have a lovely sleep um, in your tummy? Or is that a complete myth? <laughs> I don't think it's a complete myth. I mean, it's probably not scientifically proven, but it doesn't mean it's not true. Um, but I, I think, you know, yeah, maybe it is the rockingness or it's the, the, the fluid that's sort of, you know, settling it down and your gentle movements. By all means, you know, babies have a lot of wake sleep cycles when they're in on the inside. So yes, it, it may be that your your walking or your you know gentle cooking over the oven um, puts them to sleep by all means definitely yeah and I guess like you said it's like maybe you have if you've had a busy day you haven't been able to actually engage in enough in being able to kind of fill those movements that probably have been happening throughout the day um, I hope that's helped Catherine so I've got one more question that I wanted to pay for you it's from a 46 year old mum to be and she's got some concerns about induction Hi, my name's Sam. I'm 46 and I'm 25 weeks pregnant. I'm classed as a geriatric pregnancy due to my age, um, but I'm pretty fit. I 
exercise six days a week. I had a call from a consultant saying, uh, having a conversation about not going over my due date because of my age and concerns. But um, my question is, as long as I'm fit and healthy and I know my own body, can I stand my ground and not be induced as long as, obviously, there's no major issues? Yeah, well, firstly, congratulations, Sam. I mean, I think that's wonderful news that you found out you're pregnant. Firstly, I'd like to say that, of course, I would. there would be no way I would describe you as a geriatric pregnant woman. You know, I, I think that term, to me personally, um, brings with it connotations that aren't necessary in your circumstance. You know, what you've described to me is you're a fit woman, you know, you're exercising six times a week. And actually, you've probably got a baseline medical health um, that would reflect someone who, you know, is much younger than you. So, you know, first of all, let's get rid of that terminology. Second of all, um, you are right though, entering pregnancy in, in the 40s can with it bring a few extra risks. And that's why that you've been referred to um, a consultant obstetrician for their advice and guidance in this pregnancy. Now, one of the big things that we like to watch in pregnancies like these, um, and that's for both you and your baby's benefit, is to make sure you don't develop any complications. And in particular, um, what is being associated with um, women who um, are over 40 years of age is that you are more prone to developing a hypertensive disorder in pregnancy. So that's in relation to a higher blood pressure, and that can include preeclampsia. Or, you know, your baby may, uh, in some circumstances, be affected by the placenta not working as well towards the end of the pregnancy. Now, these are two just very um, quick risks that, you know, one that we have to watch in pregnancy. And of course, your consultant, your midwife will put together a really safe plan for your pregnancy that, you know, allows you to enjoy it all the way along. Um, what we will do later on, I think, in the podcast is we're going to discuss about reasons for induction of labour and with that will come for women who are over 40 years of age and why it is that a consultant obstetrician may recommend an induction of labour. What we must always remember is that, you know, this is your pregnancy. It's really important you feel supported, but also you're part of the decision-making process. So what you've highlighted in your question is that you want to be part of this. You know, you have in your head already things that you want to explore for your birth plan and obviously a discussion later down in the track on the pregnancy. And as we see things evolve and seeing how healthy you are and your baby are towards the end will help all of us as a team put together a safe plan. Thank you, Jess. Yeah, as you said, we will go further into this um, an induction and really start by 30 weeks, I think we'll be starting to really talk about all these different options of birth because there are so many different ways to give birth and so many different reasons for the different ways to give birth. So we will kind of explore all of those. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your message. Um, what is going on? with baby at 22 to 24 weeks, Jess? Yeah, so, I mean, your baby now, as we know from the 20-week scan, is looking schmick with, you know, everything perfect where it needs to be. You know, we know where your placenta is. We know your baby's starting to produce its movements. And the baby now is what they say is about the size of a papaya. 
Um, and, uh, you know, it, it can weigh sort of 400 grams, sometimes up to 500 grams. So, you know, we're thinking of a block of butter now as well. Um, so that, that's super exciting. Um, we know that we're nearly into that third trimester as well. And so this is, you know, a really exciting time in the pregnancy where actually a lot of women um, and their respective partners, you know, start to feel really real. You know, obviously we don't need to pack the birthing bag just yet, but we're nearly there. You know, we're nearly into that third trimester mark. Um, and I think, you know, over the next few coming weeks, those movements become more pronounced. You know, you've got your bounce back. You know, a lot of these early pregnancy symptoms have resolved. Um, and, and it's really where you probably in a lot of women um, start to show that healthy pregnancy glow. Oh, perfect. So that's really this. Is, I'm about to look fantastic again. Great. <laughs> That is really good to know, Jess, because I've looked like shit for 23 <laughs> weeks. Um, so, um, yeah, okay. And, and, and energy? Energy could be coming back a bit now, or hopefully it's already come back a little bit. Yeah, no, your energy your energy comes back with your smile and with your glow. And I think also, you know, you as I we sort of mentioned before, it's your, you know, you feel more comfortable in your body now. You know, you're showing that you're pregnant. You know, people mm. treat you like this now too. And with that, obviously, comes that boost of self-esteem and confidence and yes with that definitely comes your energy thank you so much jess it's been lovely to speak to you no thank you for having me and uh we will see you very very soon fantastic look forward to it so that was 22 to 24 weeks i hope you found some solace in some of the symptoms um and remedies that we offered in there and i hope you're all okay and Hopefully I'll see you in the next episode. Take care, lots of love. Subscribe, like, share with your mates. Please do it because it just gets this podcast out there and that's what we want. Lots of love. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com